A quick disclosure, this session deals with sexual content, so if you're listening to this in mixed company, you may want to wait until a better time. Just trying to keep everyone up to date on evidence-based practices because medicine moves fast. This is Clinical Pearls. It wasn't all that long ago that OBGYN physicians or women's healthcare providers in general just didn't dive deep into the area of sexual health and sexual function with their patients. And that was a shame because women suffered in silence for years. We have to be comfortable talking about things like orgasmic frequency and sexual intimacy with our patients because intimacy is just a big part of life for a lot of people. I mean, let's be honest. If an OBGYN provider or women's healthcare provider just doesn't feel comfortable talking about sexual health with their patients and they're in women's health, maybe they're in the wrong discipline. We should should be able to approach this in a non-judgmental, open, and caring way so that we can really help our patients the best that we can. The idea for this podcast came from a recent patient encounter with this patient that I've been following for several weeks now because this patient, although she was able to reach orgasm with her male partner, she just didn't feel satisfied with their quality of orgasmic experience. And sometimes her male partner would have orgasm first, kind of leaving her out in the cold, so to speak. And so there was not this synergy in their sexual intimacy. Well, after discussing several options on behavioral therapy and intimacy approach, approaches, including things like sensate focus, she came back in her last appointment and said, hey, I think we figured it out because we actually discovered something that we had discussed as part of sensate focus, which was edging. And even though she'd been kind of doing it by herself for a long time, she didn't really understand the concept or what that really meant. So I thought in this podcast, you know what, we're going to go there. So we're going to talk about edging in terms of orgasmic frequency and intensity and just an overall satisfaction. In this podcast, we're going to cover the benefits and the science behind edging the orgasm, the edging experience. Let's get to that now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Orgasm has, as its working definition, the culmination of both sexual and non-sexual stimulation, arriving at a transient peak sensation of intense pleasure, creating an altered state of consciousness, usually with an induction of well-being and contentment. But there are actually several reasons why you may want to slow the train before it reaches its final destination. So again, in this session, we're going to review the practice of sexual edging and why it actually should be adopted. First, let's talk about le petit mort. Orgasm is not just a bodily reaction. There are very significant changes in the brain activity during and after orgasm, leading to a temporary and brief altered consciousness. Yeah, I know that sounds kind of hokey, but it's actually neuroscience. The change in mental state has been labeled le petit mort, which is a French term meaning the little death, describing the change in consciousness after male or female orgasm. 
it's traditionally described as a fainting or a brief loss of consciousness or mental detachment. This was first described and first labeled as early as the 16th century. More recently, the term has been applied to the altered mental awareness that surrounds climax. Oh, and as an aside note from medical history, the term also likely originated from the ancient belief, even back in Hippocrates' day, that each orgasm actually removed a little bit of life force from people. Well, thankfully, they were wrong about that. But that's where the term the little death comes from. Now, we said that orgasm can lead to this altered sensorium or altered consciousness. And I know that sounds hokey, but trust me, it really is neuroscience. This has actually been tracked on functional MRI scans during orgasm. During the excitement phase and during orgasm, several parts of the brain are activated, including the amygdala, the nucleus accumbens, the cerebellum, and even the pituitary. Of course, there's a global release of endorphins, oxytocin, and of course, dopamine. When orgasm occurs, the brain actually peaks its activity and then actually has a sharp decrease in activity for several seconds, hence, once again, the, quote, little death. Now that brings us to today's message, which is edging. This is a practice of stopping oneself from reaching orgasm right at the cusp of orgasmic activity. In other words, the metaphorical edge right before you fall off the cliff into sexual climax. Yep, this has gone from a taboo subject to trendy discussions and has, of course, become mainstream in sexual health circles. And the reason is that there actually can be some benefits to this practice. Now, this is nothing new. It's actually more than a half-century-old treatment originally intended for men's premature ejaculation. In a 1956 paper published in the Journal of Sexual Medicine, James Siemens, yes, Siemens is actually his name, that's ironic, I know, but he introduced this stop-start method as a way to help men last longer before reaching orgasm that has now been replaced, rather than calling it the start-stop method, as sexual edging. But this isn't just a male issue because there's a lot of benefits for both males and females through this practice. According to the International Society of Sexual Medicine, edging can increase the intensity of orgasm in some people. This can apply to sex with a partner or with solo masturbation. Including a period of edging during sex can help build up excitement and make the climax actually that much more satisfying, and that's actually been tracked on patient questionnaires. Practicing the method of edging may also make it easier to actually reach orgasm in those that have orgasmic dysfunction. A 2014 study in the International Journal of Impotence Research suggested that females who masturbated and then edged were twice as likely, at least twice as likely, to achieve orgasm during partner sex. Increasing the duration of sexual activity can also change the dynamics by shifting the focus away from orgasm as its primary target. This may allow people to spend longer time enjoying the process of stimulation and of sexual intimacy. Edging can also help people discover their sexual triggers without orgasming too quickly. A 2018 study of more than 1,000 women found that about 36% can only achieve orgasm through clitoral stimulation, while only 18% can reach orgasm through vaginal penetration alone. These results show how important it is to experiment with activities like edging that allows one to explore numerous ways to feel pleasure. 
even if orgasm is possible. From penile vaginal intercourse, learning to control when orgasm is desired can bring an extra bit of fun to the experience. Another benefit, according to the Journal of Sexual Medicine, is that edging can help people build confidence between one another. Sex is sometimes difficult for new couples, so edging provides opportunities for people to discuss their sexual interests and learn about each other, taking the primary focus away from orgasm. Probably most importantly, edging helps heterosexual couples climax together rather than the male partner reaching the gate first. Edging increases sexual stamina. A study published in the Journal of Sexual Medicine back in 2005 by Waldinger et al. found that when men had a problem with premature ejaculation, the practice of mutual edging helped both couples reach orgasm together. Now, let me switch gears here for a moment, because as you all know, and I've said it in different podcasts before, you know, I'm a big believer in cognitive behavioral therapy and mindfulness. Well, edging has actually been described as part of the mindfulness practice. So much of edging is actually being attuned to the body and what it needs for pleasurable delay and for pleasurable release. So it's all about body awareness. That's the whole purpose of sensate focus, which was actually popularized back in the 1970s and the 1980s. Sensate focus is about being in the moment and understanding and appreciating non-genital touch as a way of maintaining pleasure when without having orgasm as its primary end. Now, before we bring this podcast to an end, there's something that we have to say. Remember that if you're doing this with a partner or you're telling your patient during partner-engaged edging, communication is key. They have to talk with one another and come up with some kind of signal or safe word to let them know when they're actually ready to have full release or climax. One major side effect to consider when edging is how the partner can respond with the practice. In other words, you should never delay somebody else's pleasure without their consent because that can be a source of sexual frustration and anxiety. So remember, always tell your patients that with this process with a partner, communication is absolutely key. All right, podcast family, we've covered something that used to be considered taboo. But as women's healthcare professionals, we've got to be comfortable talking about these sexual matters with our patients, whether it's about their own sexual exploration and identity or with a partner, whether it's same sex or heterosexual sex. We've got to be able to address these issues so that they can have better quality of life and sexual intimacy is part of that. As always, thanks for being part of our podcast family. And we'll see you next time on Clinical Pearls.